The following contest is a first round match in the Kings of Consoles tournament to determine the greatest game in the history of the Nintendo Entertainment System. Two games enter, only one can advance. Introducing first, the 89th Seed, a 1989 action role-playing game from Capcom, Willow. And its opponent, the 40th Seed, a 1991 beat-em-up platformer from Rare, Battletoads. The ringside judges are Pat Dooley and Ricky Giraldo. There's nothing left to say but round one, fight! Welcome to Kings of Consoles. This is the podcast where we try to find the best game for each home video game console by means of a giant tournament. Uh, you're joining us for episode number 25, which will see the number 40 seed in our tournament, Battletoads. Uh, number 40 is determined by IGN's list of the 100 greatest games uh, for the NES, uh, as it takes on number 89, Willow. I'm Pat Dooley. And I'm Ricky Geraldo. And last week, you saw us uh, hem and haw for a bit before finally deciding to give a boy and his blob trouble on Blobalonia, uh, the victory over Double Dragon 3, the Sacred Stones, uh, in a matchup that neither of us was super excited about either game. Uh, we'll see if that changes this week. Uh, we always like to start by talking about the underdog, which in this case is Willow, the number 89 seed. Uh, it is a 1989 action RPG from Capcom based on the 1988 film of the same name. You play as Willow of Good, a farmer who must protect the baby princess from the evil Queen Bav Morda, who wants to kill her and take over the world. I think that's what the movie's about, but I never met any babies while I was playing. Uh, the same year, a Willow arcade game was released, but it was a side-scrolling action game more along the lines of Capcom's Ghouls and Ghosts franchise, uh, whereas this is more of a Zelda-style action RPG. Uh, the final issue of Nintendo Power in 2012 made a list of the 285 best games to ever appear on any Nintendo console. Willow ranked 254th on that list. Uh, and 1UP compared it favorably to Crystalis, which it said... Oh, I'm sorry, compared it unfavorably to Crystalis, which it said is a far better Zelda-style game. Uh, we did talk about Crystalis several weeks back. Uh, yeah. That was not either of our favorites. And I think it lost to Guardian Legend... I think it did, yes. I think that was the one yeah. I lost. So, we disagree with 1UP.com. <laughs> right. It's crazy to think that Nintendo Power finished in 2012. Yeah. Wow. That was a more. That's crazy. Yeah. I'm is there a website of Nintendo Power? No. I don't think there is. No, I ah. think they just they just phased out entirely when people stopped buying magazines. Um, my hunch is probably most of the writers are on, you know, Nintendo.com now or have gone Game Informer, Game Informer whatever. IGN, Games Radar, you know, any of the multitude of uh, video game review sites out there. Uh, had you ever played Willow or seen the movie? I've seen the movie. Uh, did not play the game. I didn't even know this was a thing. Same. I, I had no memory of there being a game of it. I definitely saw the movie when I was a kid. Yeah. Um, I mean, I was six when it came out. 
Um, so I like I remember seeing it. I remember almost nothing of it because that was 32 years ago. Um, so if you can do math, you can figure out what I just turned last week. <laughs> I um, saw uh, I saw it recently when Disney Plus came out. I was like, oh, Willow's on here. Let's check it out. Interesting. I didn't even think about yeah, it's on Disney on Plus. Yeah. I'm, I'm adding that to my list of stuff I'm super excited about. Um, I was a guest on the Great Movie Radio Show podcast uh, with Chris Schneider and Gabriel Jaramillo, uh, which was awesome. And uh, while we were on it, we were talking a lot about The Rocketeer, which is oh, one of those that I classic. loved as a kid but haven't yeah. seen in years. But it's on Disney Plus, too. So I need to add, I need basically Disney Plus, I need to watch Rocketeer and Willow. Yeah. Rocketeer is so good. Man. I love that movie. <laughs> it's a great movie. Um, Willow was also very good, from what I remember, but... Um, yeah, it was. The game Bob Silver, was... very weird. <laughs> yes. So, my very first note uh, that I made while I was playing was, in all caps, SKULLS. Yeah. Um, because, as we have brought up time and time again on this show, for some reason, NES... Game developers and designers really liked skull enemies, and there were multiple types of skull enemies in this. So, skulls. Yeah, I just think it was, like I said, at the time, it was probably easier to make. It's like, villains have to have skulls, because they're easy to render, they're easy to make. (laughs) Doesn't take a ton of pixels to make a, a believable skull. This one was another one, like Crystalis, where I had some issues with hit detection, but not as bad. Um, the main problem I had with it was that the difficulty ramps up really fast. Yeah. I don't know if you experienced that. Like, there's not, there's no real indicator that you should be doing a lot of grinding before you get into the main story. Because as soon as you do and you go off either, if you get to the second village and you can either go to the west to try to find this mysterious voice in a cave, or go to the north to find uh, Bogarda. Um, And so you have to, you know, you basically, you choose which way you want to go. Both directions out of that town, the enemies are eight times harder than they were going into that first village. So if you didn't sufficiently grind and level yourself up before you got to the second village you're going to lose a lot of fights and get a lot of game overs as you leave the second one. Or at least that was my experience. No, yeah, I coming into this game, I was like, you know what, it's old school. I'm just going to beat up people. So I kind of, I leveled up pretty well, I feel. I grinded a lot. And I just, it's just because of the, the past games we've played. Mm-hmm. I was like, this old school Nintendo RPG styles, they're brutal. I'm just going to beat up people. <laughs> I did I thought I did pretty well. Um, <laughs> one thing that this game reminded me a lot of, and it's it doesn't like yes, the Zelda comparisons is definitely it's definitely like a Zelda. Uh, but it reminded me a lot of Pokemon. <laughs> I can kind of see that. It not and not like the moth the the Pokemon versus Pokemon aspect, just the walking around with the music. Mm-hmm. The music was very similar to Pokemon music. Yeah, the town themes are very, and even the like out in the forest and the caves. Yeah, I was like, wow, this sounds like Pokemon. Like it's there's a song that sounded like Lavender Town. There's, it's just, I don't know. I, I was just like getting Pokemon vibes. 
from this game. I didn't even think about that, but yeah, no, I can definitely, I can see that. Even the art style is a right? Pokemon-ish. It really is. I was like, this is weird. <laughs> But, but this, was a, this was a Capcom game, so it wasn't like it was the same people. I don't know. Maybe. Interesting. I did not make that connection, but as soon as you said it, yeah, you're totally right. Yeah, but other than that, it was cool. I mean, yeah, there was cool stuff. The cutscenes were cool, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. I mean, they weren't really cutscenes. They were more like people talking to you. But right. Yeah. They're like the 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 dialogue that you have. Yeah. The villagers when you go. Because, um, you know, it's an RPG, so you have to go, you know, door to door in every town and talk to every villager to make sure you're not missing anything. So the creature designs are really good. Um, yeah. I did make a note that the creature designs in some cases are genuinely terrifying, um, including one in all caps note that I made that had some profanity. So I'm going to uh, good place it a little bit by saying the fork is that giant snake man. Um, because at one point when you're heading west to the cave, you come, like, into this clearing, and, like, it's like, oh, I can just walk across, there's no skulls or anything attacking me, except, no, there's this giant snake with, like, a human torso, um, yeah, waiting for you, and like, oh, I'm not prepared for whatever that is, <laughs> um, yeah, it's, and also, uh, going back to what we were talking about with the, uh, the enemies getting way harder, way faster, I noticed that, like, Running into a, you know, all caps, skull takes like 14 hit points just to run into him. And if you're not leveled up sufficiently, like if you're on level, like level three, you only have 50 HP. So you can, you know, three hits from a skull. Yeah, and you're done. Yeah, you're done. That's, um, and I found a heal mace at one point, but I could never figure out how to make it work. Um, Did you have any success with that where i didn't know yeah use this it'll help it's like but how <laughs> i could never could never get it to do anything um it's there's not a whole lot to talk about because it is you know like you said, it's we have played games like this before uh it's you know it's very crystallicy it's very zelda it's very pokemon y but um yeah i would probably put a like a half notch ahead of crystallis which I was not a huge fan of. I, I enjoyed this more than Crystals. It's definitely not. On I agree. It's not this, on Zelda or Pokemon's level. This was actually, like I was telling you before the pod, this was actually one of my surprises. I thought the game looked great. Yeah. I think for the graphic, I thought it it looked like one of the best we've seen so far on the console. Oh, yeah. This is, um, I mean, well, like for comparison, the, the, um, the adaptation of the Batman movie into a game looks way worse than this yeah like the graphics in this are really really you know what this might be the best adaptation game we've played i think it probably is other than well other than uh was it duck ducktales not ducktales uh not ducktales um you know, oh, with Rescue the world... Rangers. Thank you, Rescue yeah. Rangers. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Rescue Rangers is the best. Yeah. yeah, I would definitely put it over Batman. I would definitely put it over Fester's Quest. Oh, and Ninja Turtles. It definitely looks better than Ninja Turtles. It does look, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, God, Fester's good. Quest. Let's not even talk about yeah, that. No. <laughs> yeah, it. It, it, was, it was fun. I, I feel like I'm, I'm kind of nitpicking at it. I, I think my, my, my main complaint was that it was really hard, and I didn't get very far into it, and I wanted to because it was interesting. 
but I couldn't because I wasn't strong enough to get far enough. So if we do play this again, if this does advance, I'm going to do what you did and and grind a little before I go into the story proper so that I can actually defend myself a little bit. Yeah, you probably should. I mean, I thought the game was pretty enjoyable. I don't know. I had a good time with this one. Uh, so its opponent, uh, talking about games that are notoriously hard, uh, oh, is gosh. the number 40 seed in the tournament, uh, and that's Battletoads, which is a 1991 beat-em-up platformer developed by our old friends at Rare uh, and published by Trade West. The Battletoads, R- Rash, Zitz, and Pimple, as well as their mentor, Professor T. Bird, are escorting Princess Angelica to her home planet. Pimple and Angelica take a joyride in his flying car and are promptly captured by the Dark Queen, which leads Rash and Zitz to run to the rescue. Uh, it was created, of course, as you can probably guess, uh, as a response to the massive success of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Uh, but on its own, it did very well. It won several awards, uh, most notably overall best game for the NES from 1990 from Nintendo Power, uh, as well as their awards for graphic and sound, theme and fun, best play control, and best multiplayer or simultaneous. They also called it the 89th best game on any Nintendo platform when they did their list in 1997. Uh, Games Radar calls it the 18th best NES game ever. And something called Topless Robot said it was the best, uh, or sorry, the least terrible TMNT ripoff. Apparently they did a list of the um, every franchise that ripped off Ninja Turtles and the least terrible on that list was Battletoads. Uh, a pilot was made for an animated TV series in 1992, but was never picked up to series. Although I think you can find that pilot on YouTube. I need um, to check that out for sure. Which I, I didn't do. I should have, um, because I'm really curious, uh, especially when we get to uh, listener feedback later. Um, I'm really curious about what they sounded like. Uh, <laughs> among other things um so yeah i mean talking about the elephant in the room if you remember anything about battletoads you remember level three yeah uh the uh, i can't remember what the name of the level is the hyperspeed tunnel uh, it's got turbo tunnel turbo tunnel that's the one yeah. uh it is um it's almost impossible <laughs> it is i know it's possible because um because it is possible yeah uh, but it is it's a matter of incredibly fast uh responses um you basically have to memorize the level which means you have to die many times to be able to memorize it um which is why there are really fascinating videos online of people beating the entire battletoads game blindfolded that's insane it's incredibly difficult but i even found the level before it really hard no, yeah, this is a hard game. This is really, really hard. It's game. known to be at least one of the hardest games of all time. Yeah. So, and yeah, I was gonna say if you, I'm gonna say here, if you were able to pass Turbo Tunnel, you get two points today. <laughs> <Because> <laughs> I, I think that's probably fair. Yeah, that is fair. Cause man, that that was yeah. man. Yeah, I made a note that level two is incredibly hard, but then level three comes in like, hold my beer. Um, <laughs> I'm also amazed that they could get away with calling level two Wookiee Hole. Like, how did the, how did the LucasArts people not uh, <laughs> send a cease and desist over that one? That's true. 
Yeah, they probably like video games at the time weren't as big as now, you know? Yeah, I guess that's true. Um, I do think there's some really kind of iconic animations here that I like vividly remember from this game, this you know almost thirty year old game. The like the when you had a combination of punches and then his fist gets really big and you know like a big yep. fist uppercut sends him flying. Same thing with when you get like you knock somebody down into the ground and then you run up and kick them and your foot turns into a giant boot. And then when the like the level one boss shows up and you know your eyes bug out and your jaw drops, like I I vividly remember all of those animations from you know playing this game in the. It's super hard, but the game is it's great. I love it. <laughs> I, uh, the music is classic. It was great. Yeah. Uh, there's not much we could more. I mean, we could say about it because. Right. Battletoads, it's it's hard, and we didn't get far. <laughs> no, we didn't. Uh, I do think going back to what was, uh, the the first boss, I thought that was a really fun way to kind of break up the gameplay because it turns into first person yeah. where you're playing from the perspective of the enemy shooting at you, the battle toad, as you like run around to pick up things to throw at the enemy, which you're then throwing busy. You're throwing at the camera. Which is just a really interesting, you know, gameplay element that I don't remember ever really seeing anything from the villain standpoint, where you're not playing as the villain. Um, yeah, well, it's a and, really creative and, game. And that's the thing. Like the cool thing is, uh, you see the different t- types of like gameplay in the game. Yeah. Like we talk about the hardest level, level three, and it goes from like your side scrolling to the I don't know what you call that when you're on the speeder bike. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just like, what? Yeah, well, because it turn, it goes from a, like, level one is a pretty straightforward, you know, double dragon style. Side right, and then level, level two, two, you're falling. Yeah, level <laughs> two, you're rappelling down a giant, like a, basically a shaft down to get to the turbo tunnel. And so you're like swinging back and forth on a rope and, you know, kicking birds out of the air and trying not to get electrocuted. And, uh, and then you get to the bottom and you let go of your rope and you run and you jump on a speeder bike and go, you know, tearing through. It's still side-scrolling, but it turns into, like, a, like, excite bike on steroids. (laughs) Where it's just, like, super high, you know, super high speed, lots of obstacles, really easy to die. Um, Yeah, it's, it's it's super fun and it's super diverse. It reminds me of uh, two weeks ago when we were talking about Metal Storm. And about how, you know, kind of diverse, like how distinct each level is. It's the same gameplay style in every level. Like it's still, you know, shooting and jumping and reversing gravity. But like the the uh, the environments in which you're doing it are different every single time. Yeah. And Battletoads also just kind of knocks that idea out of the park. Um, it's a really, really frustrating, really, really hard game. But it's also really, really good. Yeah. It, it's fun. It's pretty fun. Yeah. So I guess we can uh, jump into unless you have any other um, any other notes on on either of these. Uh, kind of jump into our high scores. Um, no, I'm... let's start with Willow. I kind of suspect because you did more grinding that you probably got to a higher level than I did. Um, I barely was at level three when time ran out. Yeah, I was like at level five. Oh yeah, yeah. No, that's... And I I got to the, this cave where I had to find the 
where I found the flowing fire. I don't know. Is that the like the woman in the village that's telling you about the the mysterious voice coming from inside the cave? Yes. Is yeah. That, yeah. And it, it was, was like, on my way to that, but I never yeah. actually found the cave. And it was a boss. It was like a boss fight in there. And, oh yeah. No. Nope, yeah. Definitely. Definitely did not do that. Uh, yeah. So elite expands. It's now twenty four to eighteen. Don't worry, this one's gonna be a tie, so <laughs> <laughs> well, I think. I don't know if you kept track of your high score. I'm pretty sure we both died in the turbo tunnel. Yes. yes. Turbo tunnel, I couldn't do it. I couldn't. I tried so hard. Yeah. Yet so far. <laughs> in the end. Um so hard. My my high score was two hundred fourteen thousand. Um I don't know. Oh, I didn't keep a track of your score. No, um, I just gave up at Turbo Tunnel. I was like, yeah. I can't. I'm, this is too I'm comfortable cheap. calling this one a tie. It's just so cheap, guys. Like, you don't understand until you see the level. Like, things appear in front of you, and you have no reaction time. Yeah. You just yeah, have it really to... really is. You just have to memorize it. Memorize, yep. And then when you inevitably get a game over, you then have to play through the first two levels to get back there and hope you yeah. remember the pattern, get slightly farther, get another game over... Lather, rinse, repeat, and when we only play these games for an hour, yeah, don't get to repeat it that many times because. And then the frustration takes in because yeah. you know it's an old arcade or not even yeah. arcade game, but it's an old game. And Pat, you know what's more frustrating? You know what the next level is? No, do I want it's to a, know? It's an ice level. Oh no! <laughs> yeah. Oh no! Oh, so man. once you pass that, it's like oh. Well, we got ice. <laughs> then I guess I can't, in good conscience, vote for Battletoads because <laughs> I can't. Even if I did beat Turbo Tunnel, I don't think I could subject myself to. It. At least it's not a water level. That's true. Uh, that was probably after the ice level. <laughs> <laughs> the ice all melts, and you have to play the same level again. Uh, okay, yeah, we'll call that one a tie. Uh, the winner between these two is going to go on to the second round to face Castlevania Two: Simon's Quest. Uh, our fans online, you know, we, we put this out on Twitter. We ask in a couple of Facebook groups we're in. Uh, 87.5% of the votes went toward Battletoads. And as much of a pleasant surprise as Willow is, and as frustrating as Battletoads is, I think I got to side with the people. Uh, for me, it's Battletoads. Yeah, I really like Willow. I was really shocked, but. Yeah, Battletoads is great. Battletoads. I am determined to beat that level. <laughs> <laughs> I want to crack at it, man. I think I can do it. So I'm picking Battletoads. Right. So yeah, so that will... We will see oh, Willow, that. great game. I, really, really good. Yeah, I would. Willow would have beat either of last week's games. 100%. 100%. It wouldn't have even really been close. Um, but yeah, you know what? Willow, <laughs> Willow is a Portland Trailblazers. If they played anybody <laughs> but the Lakers, they probably would have advanced. Yeah. <laughs> they got in one good punch in the mouth at the beginning of the game, the beginning of the series, and then yep. Then Battletoads remembered who it was. <laughs> the uh, yeah, so we do have a little bit of listener feedback this week. Uh, our old pal Ryan O from Did You Know with Ryan O, which is a super fun podcast I've been a guest on. Uh, he asked us on Twitter. If you were to cast a Battletoads movie, which actors would you choose? <laughs> For me, it would be it would be a little too easy to make them CGI. 
So what I would really want to do okay. be something more along the lines of the early 90s Ninja Turtles movies and have it be, like, oh, that'd be awesome. in suits with like Henson Company animatronic faces. Uh, you know, like the basically the baby Yoda puppet from Mandalorian, but on a giant anthropomorphic toad. Um, so because these are going to be actual like physical beings, I do want I mean, for me, it doesn't matter who's in the suits. It'll be, you know, stunt guys or whatever. Uh, but I would want it to be kind of like an all-star voice cast yeah. playing those three. Uh, so I went, I cast Billy West as Rash, Rob Paulson as Zitz, and Tom Kenny as Pimple. Uh, and then, huh. uh, for interesting. Professor, for Professor T-Bird, uh, I went with Phil Lamar because um, I want him to have that kind of deep authoritarian but also kind of snarky, sarcastic voice, which Phil... That'd be cool. Damn, I only did the battle toad, so I don't have any other character. Oh, I kept going. Um, (laughs) You're wild. Because I originally cast Olivia Wilde as my Dark Queen, but the more I think about it, the more I kind of would rather see what she would do as the director. Um, Hmm. Because I really liked Booksmart. And I like the way that she gets relationships between people, which I think would be a big part of a Battletoads movie. Um, so, I mean, I guess there's nothing that says she can't also be the villain in her Yeah, own. she could be both. I mean, she could. Um, Blag, her, like, rat henchman, um, who I think is the boss at the end of one of the levels. Um, he's yeah. definitely in the Battletoads Double Dragon crossover. Um, I want Mark Hamill to be Blag. Um, and for Princess Angelica, I'm casting Alexandra Daddario. Um, yeah, yeah I can see I that. I freaking love Alexandra Daddario. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, so that's that's my movie. All right, so my three, I only did Rash, Pimple, and Zitz. Uh-huh. So Rash, I saw Chris Pratt. Oh, he's Rash is kind of like the class clown, you know? He's kind of uh-huh. like the, and he's the main guy. Yeah. Uh, Pimple, who's like, <laughs> the muscle, I picked The Rock, of course. Because I think <laughs> yeah. he could be... Because yeah. the people's like, large and strong, but he's also, like, smart. Uh-huh. I don't know. Or, like, fragile, I guess. And then Zitz, I, I picked as... Uh, what's the other guy from Hobbs and Shaw? Uh, Jason Statham and Zitz. The smart leader. Yeah. I don't know. It just kind of... I don't know. <laughs> it just kind of... I saw I saw like Fast and the Furious in this with Chris Pratt. <laughs> no, I like that. I would I would see either of our movies. I like uh, right, and I, 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 I would be the toots. Would they be CGI or would it would be CGI? I think the only way you could, but I'll do I I would do it. It's kind of hard. So last week, uh, the the Battletoads game came out. Like a remake came out. Yes. And the style of that game is very awesome. Like, it's so cartoonish. And it just works. And I was like, oh, what if this movie would be, like, Spider-Verse? Like, Ooh. right? Just... Ooh, I'd be down for that. Or make it look like a video game somehow. I don't know how that would look, but just make it look like Earthworm Jim. Kind of, like, just yeah. crazy. Maybe but what, like like Lord and Miller could do to make it kind of like the video game equivalent of the Lego movie, right? Like Something like that. This game it has to be nuts. It has to go. Yeah. 
and I, I believe that the Xbox One version, the new one that came out, the mm-hmm. graphics-wise, it looks like that. It looks great. That's awesome. Yeah. Which I've, I've played the newer one, and it, it is really fun. And it's free on Battle Pass, uh, on Game Pass, so oh, nice. <laughs> if you have that, play it. It's good. All right. Well, speaking of cool games uh, that we want people to play and that we will be playing, next week we will see the Battletoads again. We'll also see our old friends, the Lee Brothers, because the number 76 seed in the tournament is Battletoads and Double Dragon, the ultimate team. Yes. The number 53 seed in the tournament, Tecmo Super Bowl. Uh, so that is going to be a fun conversation on many, many. It's going to be a good one, man. You're, <laughs> you love Techno Bowl. I love Double Dragon. Yeah. Uh, oh, it's going to be great. It's going to be a quite spoilers, good date. Spoilers for next week. I'm pretty sure that Tecmo Super Bowl is the console game that I have spent more hours playing in my life than any other game ever made. Another spoiler is he will get the point for whatever because I, I suck oh, at it. But. Oh, just wait till you hear these high scores. <laughs> well. All right. Uh, so until then... Play old games. Thanks for listening. You know, reach out to us, uh, like you know, like Ryan O did on Twitter or on Instagram at Kings of Consoles. Shoot us an email, Kings of Consoles Pod at gmail.com, uh, Facebook.com slash Kings of Consoles. Again, we're Kings of Consoles because we're playing multiple consoles and there are two of us. King of Console is the online video game retailer that you need to reach out to them if your game hasn't arrived yet. And, you know, the post office is in some trouble, so, you know, my birthday was a week ago and I'm still getting cards in the mail, so, you know, who knows. Um, yeah, so, hey, if you feel like, you know, throwing us a little birthday money, you can do that at ko-fi.com slash kingsofconsoles. I did get a Switch for my birthday, so if you've got recommendations, uh, you can send them to me uh, directly on Twitter at loopydate. Yeah, you can find me at Ricky4518. Uh, and, of course, you can follow along with the brackets on challenge.com slash kingsofconsoles. Uh, so, yeah, thanks again for listening, and uh, play old games. Kings of Consoles is recorded in Nashville and Orlando and is produced and edited by me, Pat Lee. Thanks to Captain Portal for our theme song, intro for a non-existent video game, which can be found at freemusicarchive.org. And the music and sound effects from this week's games can be found with a quick Google search. The opinions expressed in this and every episode are our own, and we are in no way sponsored by or affiliated with Nintendo. We're just